When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, hello and welcome to our very first audio podcast of the PHNX Vex show right here on PHNX. I am still your mayor whether it's audio form or visual form are we sure about that i mean i don't i still don't <laughs> think dan zimborski was really dan zimborski i think we just got fooled by ai not too long ago but i am your mayor of phnx occasionally known as Derek montia that voice you heard is my vice mayor your thunderstick the one and only jesse friedman and oh my god jesse what are you doing <laughs> you're not allowed to take your pants off in the middle of the office oh like gosh. this okay all right. Well, that's that's the kind of enjoyment you're going to hear since you can't see and know what's going on here. You know what? Back up, Jesse. That is making me uncomfortable. This is sexual harassment, by the way. Oh, my God. He's got a knife. He's got a knife. He's holding a plastic knife to Damon's throat. Can we stop playing this game? No, yeah, I guess so. That's fine. But I mean, this is the kind of enjoyment that you're going to get uh, only listening to us on this show right here. But uh, actually, we are very excited to talk about the schedule dropping for the Arizona Diamondbacks for the 2024 season. And that schedule actually does include some very exciting matchups. We talked on the show on Thursday a bit about uh, some of the marquee matchups in the first month that will be on Fox. Diamondbacks getting a little bit more national love this year due to their World Series appearance, obviously. Maybe not as much as we would like them to receive, but still uh, some love from Fox in, in the first month. And uh, we're also going to talk about some of the uh, the big big games, big matchups that we're going to get throughout the year. Yeah, I think I misspoke yesterday. I think I said seven nationally televised games, and it definitely is supposed to be eight. Uh, there are seven FS1 games, but okay. there is one Fox game. Uh, we'll run through the, we, we just ran through the first couple ones, um, uh, on the show on Thursday, the D-backs Giants and then D-backs Mariners. Those are on FS1 in April. Uh, but there are, there are six other ones and they're all kind of random. If I'm being totally honest, totally. we have, we have May 8th Diamondbacks at Reds. Um, I mean, that was a pretty heated, like sort of rivalry <clears throat> thing at the end of the season. If I'm being honest, that's the most exciting national game that they have because we have talked a bit about the Reds. We kind of competed with them and they're they're also a young, exciting team like the Arizona Diamondbacks. Sure. So I think that's going to be a fun game uh, for for a national level for audience to see and kind of experience some of those players that they might not be familiar with. But yeah, you're right. After that, it's kind of a strange hodgepodge. On May 25th, they face off against the Marlins here at home uh, at 7.10 p.m. On June 3rd, they welcome the Giants, and that game is also on FS1 at 6.40. And then they have the Angels 
the White Sox. Oh, those are big, Derek. What Every, the hell? Everyone on FS, what every, the hell? All of the national uh, baseball viewers, they need Angels Diamondbacks on and, June 13th. And White Sox and especially Diamondbacks. especially White Sox Diamondbacks on June 15th. Get your drinks ready, folks. I mean, I don't really understand that. But I am excited about the one Fox game. It is the Diamondbacks versus the Cubs at Wrigley Field on yeah. July 20th and a 4.15 p.m. start. That should be a really fun game to watch and, you know, these the, the way that these two teams are trending, they, this should be a very competitive, meaningful game by late July at that point. It'll be interesting to see if the D-backs find their way on uh, Sunday Night Baseball at any point. Uh, that's something that we got to see at the very end of the season when and the D-backs were flexed to Sunday Night Baseball. I was going to say that flexes, right? That changes throughout the season potentially based on matchups and based on how well some of the teams are doing right like some of the teams that are scheduled in there i know we saw like there were a lot of cardinals games that were kind of nixed uh, on uh, on yeah. big <laughs> level last year because they were not very good the cardinals always wind up on national team i i my childhood memories of the saturday fox games it was it was cardinals uh cubs yeah every yeah. single saturday yeah cardinals a lot cardinals a lot and I, obviously living here in arizona you didn't get away from the WGN teams. You didn't get away from the Chicago Cubs uh, and, sure. and the White Sox due to having that as a superstation here. Same thing with the Braves when I was a kid. I mean, I almost grew up a Braves fan at one point simply because they were the only baseball team I knew that existed on TV as far as I was <laughs> concerned. But uh, they, they, And that's why some of this is important. The Diamondbacks uh, should be getting these National League games or these nationally televised games, I should say. Uh, they should be getting more of them, in fact, I think. I don't really like a lot of the matchups, and I don't think that they properly, you know, give give the Diamondbacks a, you know, a platform for them to to have an exciting matchup on a nationally televised level. That Cubs game, I think, will be that. But there are plenty of other games. There are plenty of series scheduled this year that are still going to be really fun to watch, including a World Series rematch between the Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers. That is going to occur on May 28th and the 29th on the road, two-game series, and then September 10th and 11th back here at home at Chase Field. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess those are the games that probably stand out more than any others that on, is this, it uh, yeah. on the schedule. Uh, and it's funny because the Diamondbacks and the Rangers have been uh, natural rivals uh for right the with, ALNL rival yeah, right which the is ALNL so rivals. weird we had a whole conversation about yeah, how like how it meaningless and how stupid that is and yet here we are now world series rivals right? yeah now it's a world series now it's rematch. A real rivalry uh and yeah that mean if it wasn't if the D-backs were not natural rivals with the Rangers it would have just been one series either played in Texas or in Arizona but because of that setup the D-backs will play those two games on the road in Texas from May 28th to 29th. And then the Rangers will also come to Arizona uh, from September 10th uh, to 11th. So it's very unsatisfactory. I don't like just playing two games in a series. I don't like that. Sure. I don't like there being no definitive winner that you could. You, you want to do games. another like a seven game series? I do. Uh, I do. <laughs> can we can we at least get three more games to make this whole thing a seven series? Because they're only playing four games against each other. But uh, when it does come to real rivals, though, the first series against the Los Angeles Dodgers does not take place. Jesse, until April 29th through May 1st, where you get a full month of baseball before we have to see the Dodgers. That's so pleasant. The D-backs had played, it felt like the D-backs had played the Dodgers like 17 times yes. by, by the beginning of May already. Uh, my hair remembers season. that very much so because <laughs> I was not in favor and I did not think that they would uh, get a winning record after that month. So It'll be really interesting to see what the, I'm a little bit afraid to talk about this, but the environment at Chase Field for those games like Shohei Otani's first time coming to Arizona as a member of the Dodgers 
uh, you know, do the Dodgers fans show out in in the way that we've seen them uh, do in in years past? Is is, do, are, is there a huge contingent of Diamondbacks fans because the D-backs obviously did a number on the on the Dodgers in the NLDS? I I don't know. I mean, and and it could be a big revenge moment for them, right? Because I know you know there was all that talk about you know taking over Chase Field and making it Dodger Stadium East or whatever they were going to call it right? right and instead the Diamondbacks showed up the Diamondbacks fans showed up well the Diamondbacks also very much showed up but the fans <laughs> showed up and that's something that we need to do we need to do right like there's not a lot of things during the baseball seasons that are that during the baseball season that's a necessity and you know there's going to be a lot of regular season games that you're not going to be able to really have that much control over at times uh, of trying to I guess battle that opposing fan force but if there's ever a time it should be that first series on april 29th through may 1st at home where the diamondbacks fans show up and make this a home environment for this team it's going to be difficult though like you said there's going to be a lot of dodgers fans not only that travel but right here in this state that go to that game and want to go out hell i want to go see shohei otani i want to see yamamoto i want to see all of those guys you know like so but it's a great it's it's a it's a great reason for diamondbacks fans to come out themselves support our team and get to see these incredible baseball players that are part of the Dodgers it's a it's a it's a Monday Tuesday Wednesday series at Chase Field and interestingly that Wednesday game is at 640 it's not at 1240 that's never like looking through I guess it happens it almost never happens actually I'm not sure if I can find another series the entire season where there's like a three-game set that ends on a Wednesday I guess there's one against the Giants at the very end of September. But yeah, I imagine that was purposeful. They wanted all three of those games to be to be night games potentially just to, you know, try to get as many people in the door as possible. It makes a lot of sense. They also have their NLCS rematch with the Phillies from June 21st through June 23rd in Philadelphia and then August 8th through 11th here in Arizona. Philly fans are going to be loud in Philly when we come. Yeah. They're going to have a lot of new hateful things to say, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, they'll have done their research. Yeah. They'll yeah. they'll uh They'll have some new content to share, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, we also have the Milwaukee Brewers, uh, of course. I guess that's another another team to, to keep an eye on. D-backs obviously played them in the wild card series. Don't see the Brewers in 2024 until September. Uh, sort of like with the Cubs this this past year, where all of the all of the Diamondbacks Brewers games in 2024 happened in September. Brewers come to Arizona September 13th to 15th, and then the Diamondbacks go to Milwaukee for a four-game set not long after uh, September 19th to 22nd. So um, those games could be very meaningful. We'll we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. We talked a bit about the Seattle Mariners series because it is going to be one of the games on FS1, but there's yes. going to be a lot of uh, a lot of reunions happening <laughs> there. A lot of reunions. <laughs> Gino and Paul and, of course, our boy Josh. Dom Canzone. Uh, Dom Canzone. A lot of maybe Ryan Bliss is their everyday maybe, second baseman at that maybe. point. Who knows? Is Sevi still around? Is Sevi Zavala still around? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's going to be fun. And uh, again, still don't know what the Mariners are doing, but hopefully they still haven't figured it out by that point. Diamondbacks. I like Mitch Garver for them. I don't think the Mariners have had quite as brutally bad of an offseason as some people maybe believe, but um, you know, they just did the the Robbie Ray, uh, mm-hmm. Anthony DiSclefani. I still don't um, get that deal. 
who am I? Mitch Haniger. Mitch coming, Haniger. Coming back that's to the, the Mariners. That's the, that's the big name, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess. Um, <laughs> he wasn't He wasn't all that great in 2023, as we talked about the other day. But I did look at the underlying stats and think that there's a chance that Mitch Haniger could bounce back with uh, with the Mariners. So, uh, yeah, that, those, game, those games should be, should be a lot of fun for sure. They do have kind of an awful break or, or I guess, streak heading into the All-Star break. They play 19 consecutive games uh leading into the all-star break oh you know what i i that's my mistake derek they don't play 19 consecutive games how many is it the, <laughs> the all-star break. they play 13 oh okay um they you play missed that, you missed that Monday. i miss i miss the first of july which is actually Monday. an off day okay um but, but they do play still one 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 day off in 19 yeah, they, straight days leading into the yeah. all-star break still that's 19 out of 20 days that's that's a rough stretch i think it's uh yeah yeah you're right and over that stretch they don't it's not like they just play nobody they play the dodgers they play the padres they play they play the, the oakland A's. well yeah though <laughs> <laughs> i mean they aren't they they're, they're just going to be called the las vegas a's by that point but they do play a fairly brutal stretch including like yeah. the toronto blue jays are part of that stretch as well before the all-star break yeah leading into the all-star break it does go dodgers at dodgers at padres uh, at home against the braves for four at home against the blue jays for three um so yeah that's a that's a pretty tough uh pretty tough lead into the all-star break for sure but post all-star break things look a little easy you got the royals which i yeah. don't know how good the Royals are going to be this year with some of the additions they made you got cubs royals pirates washington nationals that's a pretty nice, yeah. pretty nice way to finish the month. That was kind of a like a trend looking through the whole schedule. Is I I don't really see a month that's you know like April was in 2023 where it's just like oh my gosh you know if you feel lucky if you're 500 at the end of this whole thing. Um, April is I wouldn't necessarily say it's easy for the Diamondbacks, but you know it's the series against the Rockies. That's a four game set to start the season. Then it's three against the Yankees, a team that. Should be pretty good, but you know, not an elite team necessarily. Um, at the Braves for three, that's tough. Uh, but then rounding out the month, I mean, it's Rockies again, it's Cardinals, Cubs, Giants, back to Cardinals, Mariners, uh, finish with a couple against the Dodgers. It's not an easy month, but April this year is not anything like it was last year. Well, looking forward to the season very much, though. Like you said earlier, we have uh, 43 days until spring training until yeah uh, i completely like i love that i booked a cruise for the exact start of spring training that was a lovely plan uh that i that came together it seems for like me. a big mistake on your part yeah it absolutely is absolutely is but we have 77 days until the start of the arizona diamondbacks regular season yeah 77 days derek not a lot of time for us to really get our shit together here jesse no i mean I mean, pitchers and catchers, I don't think we have an exact day yet, but pitchers and catchers are probably going to report in like a month, like I mean, mid-February. It's, it's got to be, right? Yeah, because so, February, yeah, like February 23rd is their first game. And usually, what, a week beforehand, kind of going backwards, is when position players would report. So that's usually February. That'd be like February 16th. And then you got pitchers and catchers reporting a few days before that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm imagining, yeah, like we're about exactly – 32, 33 days away from from the start of pitchers and catchers reporting. That means I have I have a life for about 33 more days, mm. and then and then that's it. We don't talk <laughs> enough about how baseball just robs us of our livelihood when it comes to having a social <laughs> life. Or people are always like, Derek, you do so much cool stuff with your life. I'm like, 
you really, it's not. I'm sure you, like, I try my best to fit it in, like a three-day <laughs> cruise to the Bahamas, Jesse, and I still fuck and it up. I up. still blew it. <laughs> At least it's going to be done before the regular season, and then I really don't have a life. But uh, we do look very forward to bringing you this audio podcast every week as far as uh, this additional content. We hope you guys enjoy it. We also look forward to bringing you more. Jesse has uh, right now a survey out that people are very much enjoying filling out because it's you asking about uh, their favorite players on the Diamondbacks and and some of their uh, favorite things about this team. Yeah, I mean, full disclosure, uh, we're recording this a couple days uh, in in advance. You're not supposed Um, to tell them that. Maybe one day. I I don't know. When are we releasing this again? I don't know why you're you're, you're just ruining the illusion (laughs) that people are having here, Jesse. And Uh, what is that on your stomach? Is that a Muppet Baby tattoo? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. my God. Um, It's animal from the Muppet Babies, you guys. So, yeah, uh, during the middle of the week, I put out a survey. Uh, just asking people to to answer a bunch of questions about how they feel about the Diamondbacks heading into 2024. Um, I've done something similar for the last couple of years, but what last, were some of your questions? Well, I'll get to that in a second. The, okay. la- the last couple years, I've done just like a Twitter thing where I just on Twitter tweeted out like, you know, uh, Diamondbacks fans, what has to happen in such and such a year for the for the season to be successful in your mind? Sure. Um, and I'd get a bunch of responses and I'd string them together into an article. It was a fun time. Uh, but this year I decided to get uh, a little crazy with it and made a Google form and asked people to weigh in on a bunch of different questions. You maniac. And uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll run through some of them. So how many games will the Diamondbacks win in 2024? Um, you can choose 74 or less, 75 to 79, 80 to 84. 85 to 89, 90 to 94, and then 95 or more. Um, and then I asked, uh, who is your favorite current Diamondbacks player, which I'm excited to see the answers there. Uh, how would you grade the Diamondbacks offseason so far? Which free agent hitter do you want the Diamondbacks to sign most? Uh, opinions about Tori Lovello and Mike Hazen. Which player do you want the Diamondbacks to extend? Where do you want the team to play, whether it at a renovated Chase Field or elsewhere in, in Phoenix Metro? Um, so yeah, by the time this gets released, I think the survey will likely be closed. Uh, so I apologize to those of you who are like, oh man, I would love to do this. And now I, now I can't. Um, but as of right now, I've gotten almost 700 responses on this thing. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to sift through them and, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the results here on the show. Uh, probably over on the video side, we'll make some, we'll, we'll make Damon, uh, make us some spiffy graphics Absolutely. and whatnot. Absolutely, we're going to put Damon to work. And then, uh, yeah, and then I'll have an article over at gophnx.com as well that kind of kind of breaks everything down. So uh, if you are one of the people who filled out the survey, I, uh, I very much appreciate it. We appreciate you always. We thank you guys for listening, for for viewing, for doing all the things that you guys do for us. Make sure uh, if you are already subscribed, you subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a five-star review. We always appreciate that. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. Of course, our producer, Damon, is at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G. We are Damon's dogs. Bark, bark. bark. <laughs> of course, our show. Perfect unison, Dan. Perfect. We nailed it. Without, see, without being on camera, we're good at this. Uh, of course, our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs on Twitter, but all roads do lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys so much uh, for checking this out. It's our very first edition. We look forward to bringing you more. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun. But it's so much more fun when you can't see us.